Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello. What is going on with you today? It is a bright, sunny, hot afternoon here in Florida, and I am just super thankful that I get to be here with you today. You know, we are approaching episode number 50 of this podcast, which is just absolutely crazy because I seriously can't even believe that it's been almost a year since I started this adventure. Like, I think back, and it was a really scary beginning that... Probably was like very close to not happening because I kept talking myself out of actually talking into this computer. But the beginning, it was full of just a lot, and I mean a lot of retakes. But I have to tell you, this podcast has just kind of become something that I really do look forward to each and every week. And so I just want to say thank you for listening to me ramble every week, for giving me your feedback, for sharing how this podcast is impacting you and for sharing episodes with your friends. Like, I totally appreciate it. And as I start kind of just thinking about what's next for Kindle and Kerosene, one of my intentions is to grow this audience and community. So I'm still kind of coming up with ideas on what that looks like, but I figured since a lot of you are super talented and awesome, I'd love for you to share any ideas that you have um, as far as growing this community and this, this podcast in general to reach more people. One awesome idea I do have to say that I heard from one of you not long ago was to do an Ask Me Anything episode, and I'm a little nervous because I might be opening a can of worms with that, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. So I'm going to do an Ask Me Anything episode. So if you have a question, it can be about anything, right? I I really don't care what you ask me, fitness, nutrition, uh, relationships, marriage, owning a business, mindset, whatever. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram. Uh, you can shoot me an email at KinseyPresnell at FixedOnFitness.com. But uh, the easiest way is probably via Instagram. You can find me at KinseyPresnell or at FixedOnFitness. All of that will go uh, straight to me. So if you have a question, definitely just shoot it over and I will, you know, kind of try to talk through as many of those as I can in an episode in a few weeks. But I'll also post a story here soon where you can type your question there. So just make sure you follow those platforms, and I promise I will keep it all anonymous, so don't worry. No one will know who asked what question as I move through that episode, and again, I might be opening a can of worms, but I think it might be kind of fun, too, so we're going to do it. But all right, that was a very long intro. Thank you for hanging in there through that. So today's title, right, Finding Joy in Carline, and you might be wondering, like, what in the world does she mean by that? However, if you're a parent that sits in the school car line, you know, car line has this ability to bring out the absolute worst in people. I don't think I've ever heard anybody that's like, man, car line brings out the best in me. I think it brings out the worst in most of us. It's almost comical, honestly, how mad you can get a drop off and pick up. It is. So if you're a parent, you probably are like, how? Joy and car line, like, don't go in the same sentence. But I promise I'm going to get to my point. In fact, you know, Speaking of not finding joy in car line and drop off and all of these things that come with the beginning of school, a few weeks ago, August 10th to be exact, I remember because it was our second day of school, 
That day happened to be the first day of school for the public schools in our county. And Josh and I happened to live not far from an elementary and middle school. So on that Tuesday, I was like super pumped. I mean, I made it to work. I ran the 5, 10 a.m. class. I got home where, you know, we're still kind of enthusiastic about getting up and getting dressed for school because it's still kind of new. But, you know, both, both kids are thankfully up and had already eaten their breakfast. They were getting dressed. I made the bed. I started a load of laundry. I walked the dogs. I made a quick protein coffee. And we're like out the door. So it's even bonus because... No one is screaming during this process, which is not always the case in our house. <laughs> Sometimes it, the getting ready process can be a little stressful. So if, if you feel me, I, I feel you there, your struggle. But all of this, we're doing all of this, and we're out the door by 7.17 in the morning, which is kind of amazing for us. So until I drive out of the neighborhood and I attempt to turn right, and the traffic is insane. It is backed up both directions, bumper to bumper. And I'm going, oh my gosh, like we were going to be on time here. But you know, let's be real. Every parent seems to need to drive their kid to school on the first day. So we make it through this uh, traffic jam in front of our house. We make it through only to get to this cluster that is currently Carline at our school. So the first like couple days are always rough and the poor teachers, they do their best and they do a really awesome job, but it is, it's a cluster. Like there's no getting around it. So at our school, they're paving a road, which apparently will make this beast flow better, but it's just not done yet. We've had a ton of rain, so it's not done. So here we go, right? We circle the soccer field, which is a mile, and then we come to this dead stop. And on a normal day, I leave my house around 7.20 or 7.25, and I'm able to drop the kids off, get to the gym by, you know, maybe 7.50 in the morning. So I'm at least able to say hey to the 7 o'clock class. Well, not on this lovely Tuesday. So I pull into the gym at 8.10. Meanwhile, I left my house at 7.17, only to look in the passenger seat to find that Blaze has left his PE clothes on the floorboard of the passenger seat. And I'm like, like, this cannot be happening, Right. I literally walk into the gym with my blood boiling and I, my head was probably looking like it was going to explode when I walked in the door, as was every other mom's that walked in that door after drop off on day one or day two of school. So car line, right? Not the place where I personally find a whole lot of joy. But funny how life works, right? So I'm on a bit of a social media break, but I hopped on Instagram for a few minutes as I was sitting in pickup line the other day. I got on to search out just some quotes to use for marketing, and bam, a quote just slapped me right in the face. And this is on the day that I just had a terrible attitude about drop-off, about pickup, about all of this chaos that was kind of going on. It was posted by Brendan Bouchard, who is the author of High Performance Habits, which is an absolutely amazing book, by the way. If you haven't read it, I would highly recommend it. But he said, if you want to feel incredible... You must use your imagination to make the mundane tasks for life become imbued with magic, meaning, and beauty. I can experience the same thing as 10 others, but for me, the moments pop with vibrancy and importance simply because I imagine it so. So I'm not going to lie here. I had to Google the definition for imbue. And you might have a stellar vocabulary and already know what that word means. I mean, I kind of could figure it out a little bit when I read the quote, but in case you were like me, imbue means to inspire or permeate with a feeling or quality. 
So in other words, if you want to feel incredible, you must use your imagination to make the mundane tasks for life permeate with magic, meaning, and beauty. And I want you just to think about that for a minute because you have to think about like how many mundane tasks do we complain about every single day? How many do we complain about? Just the ordinary day-to-day stuff that we just have to do. I know for me, it's a lot. And I actually hate to admit that, but there are things that we all have to do simply because they have to get done, not because we enjoy them. And I know I am way better at complaining out loud to other people about how much I don't like something, like sitting in carline, than I am at finding joy or excitement in those moments. These boring, monotonous, mundane things are the things that we often complain about. But here's the kicker, y'all. You will have a million more mundane moments in your life than you will top of the world moments. I'm going to say that again. You will have a million more mundane moments in your life than you will top of the world moments. For me, Carline isn't changing. It's part of my day, whether I like it or not. It's something I have to do. It is a boring, monotonous, like, blah part of the day. But what if you brought the excitement, the joy, and the boring, or or like, you had to bring it. Like, I bring the excitement to Carline. I bring joy to Carline, right, to the boring or most despised parts of your day. I bet life would change for the better. So how do we do that, right? How do we do that? Listen, I have a child that finds joy in just about everything. What I find boring, she finds vibrant and exciting. She is always singing or daydreaming about something that she thinks is incredible. And it doesn't have to be anything special. Right? Like, she just, she finds, like, joy and magic in the everyday. And I am so jealous of her for that sometimes. You know, currently she wants to be a dragon, right? She's 11. She's obsessed with dragons. She wants to be a dragon. So that's likely where her imagination drifts on most days. And maybe she just imagines she's like a dragon living in a normal world. I don't know. But like her life is vibrant and exciting, even though no moment in particular is that cool, right? My natural tendency does not match my child's. I have to work at it. I have to consciously make an effort to embrace the place that I'm in at this moment. I have to actually put the effort into looking for something good. And I have to find a way to enjoy the boring, mundane moments of my life. I don't know about you, but I want to be that person that finds vibrancy in important and ordinary moments. Like how much more fun would your day be? So think about those mundane tasks in your day. They probably include things like laundry and cleaning and cooking and driving and checking emails and administrative tasks at work and meetings or sitting in car line or sitting at a youth sports practice where you're like, man, I don't really have time to go home, but this is only like an hour I got to kill, you know, just, I'm just sitting here. Here I am again, right? Kind of like Carline. So how can we make these things exciting? How can we make these things enjoyable? Right, that quote says it so well. Something like driving isn't likely going to change for you. It's not. You probably are going to have to continue to commute or drive where you need to go. You have to drive your kids around. But you have to use your imagination to change it. You have to change the way you view it. We have to find a way to enjoy day-to-day life because that is where we live. 
We live in the day-to-day. We live in this mundane day-to-day life. We cannot just live for the weekend or vacation. We can't. I mean, I guess you could, but you're wasting a lot of time. Vacation is great, but we will spend way more time living life than we will soaking up vacation. And here's where I am with this quote. Because I had to really kind of think about it. At first, you know, I looked at it like this. I have to find laundry, like, magical and meaningful. Like, I, I, you know, I'm really trying here, but I don't know that I can, honestly. Right? And maybe I don't have an incredible imagination, but I really don't know how to make the task of folding clothes exciting. I don't. That's kind of where I was when I first looked at the quote. I'm like, "Eh, whatever, keep scrolling. But then I just thought about it. And when I zoomed out a bit and I read the quote a few more times, I think, at least for me, and I think it can mean something different to you as well, I think for me it means something more like this. Find a way to enjoy your day regardless of what you're doing. That's that quote made for my life, at least where I'm at right now. Find a way to enjoy your day regardless of what you're doing. It's not as fancy as Brendan Burchard's quote, but I think it's something that most of us can wrap our head around. Find a way to enjoy your day regardless of what you're doing. I know some of you are like, you know, you just really have no idea how hard my days are. Like, you just don't get it. No, and I I don't. I don't get it. I'm not walking in your shoes. But I promise, I've had hard days too. Really hard days. My days are full just like yours. The demands are high. The pressure never seems to let up. There's a never-ending list of things to do. Most of my day is spent doing something for someone else or doing something that I don't necessarily get super excited about. But that doesn't mean that I can't find incredible joy and magic and excitement in those hard or boring days or in my service to others. Listen, if the only way you can get excited for your day or for your life is to take a day off or go do something extraordinary, then you're not even close to tapping into the life you were made for. I know that was a bold statement. Kind of, kind of surprised I've said it, but I'm actually going to say that again because I think that's something that we need to think about because so many of us get trapped in this like living for the weekend or living for what's next or when this happens, then I'll be happy or when this happens, then I'll, you know, experience joy, whatever it is. The only way, if the only way you can get excited for your day or your life is to take a day off or do something extraordinary, then you're not even close to tapping into the life you were made for. And I truly believe that. As you seek to make make each day magical, and actually I think I'm going to use the word meaningful and enjoyable here. So as you seek to make each day meaningful and enjoyable, and I don't, I honestly don't even like saying the word magical because it reminds me of like thinking I'm at Disney World and I know I'm in the minority here and I'll probably get slammed for saying this, but I just don't, I'm not a Disney person. I'm not. I'm the mom that's never taken her kids and I probably never will, but the few times that I've been, like I got burned out on like, have a magical day, right? You you go to park and like, have a magical day, have a magical day everywhere you go, right? You hear from every single employee. And I mean, that is their, their thing and they do it exceptionally well. But anyway, so magical is not really my thing. So that's off topic, but 
I'll use the word meaningful for me here on out. As you seek to make each day meaningful, right? You have to understand you are the one in charge of making your life a life that you enjoy. You are the one in charge of making your life a life that you enjoy. You are the one in charge of filling your days with beauty and with meaning. You can't sit around and wait for the stars to align so that you have a perfect day. You can't wait for your circumstances to create meaning in your life. You can't wait for another person to come in and create joy or meaning in your life. No, you have a brain. You get to do the work. Notice I'm not saying you have to do the work. No, this is something you get to do. This is your life. You get to do the work. And here's just kind of a really easy place to start because I feel like a lot of people, they are just walking through life every day on autopilot. Nothing is changing. Nothing's exciting. And they're just like, golly, I'm just so blah. I don't even like what I'm doing. I hate my job. My kids are always terrible. Like my marriage is falling. Like whatever it is, you know, a lot of people are just kind of in a rut, you know, just drifting along day to day doing the same thing. So here's a really easy place to start. Place at least two things that you find meaningful and enjoyable, things that bring you joy on your schedule every single day. That is so easy. These do not have to be big things. Right? I'm not saying like, oh, go on a shopping spree on Tuesday and go get a manicure on Wednesday and get your toes done on Thursday and get a massage on Friday. That's not what I'm talking about. Right? These are just little things, right? Little things. And just because they're little, though, don't underestimate them because they can be little, but this small part of your day, what will happen if you're intentional and you place these small things throughout your day, these small parts of your day will bleed into the rest of your day. Now, maybe you're a coffee lover like me. I am. A great cup of coffee is on my list of things to enjoy every single day, every day. I drink out of one of my favorite mugs. I take the time to sit and enjoy it without feeling rushed. Right? I actually sit in my bed and do my quiet time with my first cup of coffee every single day. My dogs cuddle up right next to me and it's just like the beginning of my day where I, I find joy in that moment. It is meaningful to me. And it's such an easy and simple act, but it starts my day in a way that I find beautiful. Right? It sets the tone for my entire day and it does mean, yes, I have to get up probably 20 minutes earlier than I would have to otherwise. But honestly, like 20 minutes is 20 minutes. If the alarm is waking you up, it's not enjoyable no matter when you get up, really. So 20 minutes to start my day in that way, to find joy in the ordinary moment, it's worth it. And then I also carve out 30 minutes of each day, regardless of how busy it is, to sit and do something that I want to do. And that changes all the time, right? Maybe it's a nap. Today I took a nap. Maybe I sit outside and read a good book with my bare feet in the grass. Maybe I work in my garden. Maybe I veg out and watch a TV show. Whatever it is, it kind of resets my day and it's something I can look forward to. So just by placing these small little things in my day, it just makes it better, right? And they don't take a lot of time. They don't take any money. It's just easy, right? But they're on my schedule every day and there's something that I look forward to. So now how do we make these things that we find dreadful, feel more fun and enjoyable. 
right? We can put our, our two little moments in our day on our schedule that we can enjoy. But now we've got these things that just we don't like, right? But we have to do them. Since I clearly enjoy Carline, let's use that example since I seem to be working on it day by day. And year by year, actually, because I don't, I don't know how much better I've gotten since my kids have actually started school. But in the mornings for us, right, where it has to make this more enjoyable, as we wait, and we're talking about 10 minutes or so, we all sit in the car and wait. I've started using this time just to kind of laugh and joke with the kids. It's quiet. They don't have any devices. They're our attention. We're all together, right? So we just have started to use that time to laugh and play. And sometimes we'll look up a funny joke on my phone. Sometimes we have a jam out session on the radio. Sometimes we just turn the radio off and talk and ask questions and, you know, think about our day. Right? I still don't love the fact that drop-off seems to take forever, but the more I use my imagination and get creative with this time, the more I enjoy and look forward to it since there really are no distractions. So as soon as I drop them off, I use my drive time to catch a short podcast. And before I know it, I'm at the gym ready for work. Right, so now I've taken that, well, that's maybe 20 minutes, and I listen to about a 25-minute podcast, so I throw him on, you know, 1.5 speed, so he, he talks really quick so that I hear all, the whole thing by the time I'm at the gym. But, you know, now I've taken this, this time that could be viewed as wasted, and I've made it meaningful. So now afternoon, right, that's a whole different beast, whole different beast in the afternoon. From the time I leave the house until the time I get home, we're looking in about an hour or so in the car. And thankfully, Josh and I rotate a bit depending on what, you know, we're each working on for the day and we kind of split it up half and half. So on my days, I have two options. I can be annoyed and I can look at this time as boring and a waste of time or I can make the most of it. So I'm choosing to make the most of it. And so here's my routine. I had to have a routine because if I don't have a routine, I'm just going to sit there and waste time and do whatever. But first off, I make myself a little Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane tea. I was hooked on espresso all summer because I needed a bit more of a pick-me-up after just like keeping up with my kids all day. But now that I have a little bit more of a quiet hour before pickup, I'm back to just my tea. So it tastes good. It's something I enjoy. So I've already made this whole experience better. You know, I heat it up just so that it's the perfect temperature by the time I throw my car and park and sit there. And so I have my lion's made tea and then I also ditch kind of just plain water during Caroline because I drink water all dadgum day, all day long. So I throw a little bit of superior electrolyte in my water and now I've got like a drink that actually tastes good. Not that I don't like water, I do, but sometimes it just gets a little dull. So I give myself a little spice in the drink, a little superior electrolyte, changes the flavor. And so it's now something else that's a little bit different that I haven't had at home all day. And then on the way uh, to the school, I try to find a funny podcast or a book to put on. If I need to zone out a little bit more, I maybe throw on an old school playlist and jam to some happy songs. But once I park, I kind of just split my time into two parts. And this has just worked really, really well for me. And I think that most of us that have, you know, things that we have to do that it's kind of, it's downtime, but it's not, right? You can't really go get anything specifically done because you're stuck waiting on something, this works really, really, really well for me. So part one is just work. So maybe I'll write a podcast like I'm actually doing right now, or I'll catch up on emails or listen to or read through some sort of, you know, work-related material. So health, fitness, mindset, whatever it is. I do that first just to get it done because if I start with something like part two, which is kind of what I enjoy a little bit more or that's, you know, pleasure reading, if you will, 
I probably would never get to the work. So I do the work first. And then so part two is kind of wide open. So maybe I'll thrill, I'll scroll through the internet. I'm certainly not scrolling through social media right now, but if I decide to become a scroller again, I could do that. Maybe I'll read a fiction book. Maybe I will set my alarm and close my eyes for a quick power nap because I've totally done that many times in Caroline. And I know this sounds like maybe a little bit dumb, but it's like kind of just makes something that felt like a waste of time become me time and become a little bit more enjoyable and meaningful. I'm never interrupted in Carline unless I choose to be, right? So I can turn my phone on silent. I can turn on airplane mode, whatever I want to do. I don't have to be interrupted. I get some silence. And then I finish out like the time in the car once we kind of start going and I can't really, you know, I have to put down the phone and I can't really totally pay attention to a book or something. So I just kind of finish out the time with something that I like or makes me laugh. And, you know, it just, it's, it's changed the way that I do the mundane task that I don't enjoy, right? And with the amount of just things that you have to do all day, every day, I would encourage you to find a way to enjoy them. Right? Again, I'm not saying that you have to be like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to fold the laundry. This is so amazing. This is so magical. That is not what I'm saying. Right? But look at your day. Look at the things that you dread and find a way to make them more enjoyable. And I think the whole entire point of today's episode is just to remind you that you have to make the choice to bring joy and happiness and beauty and magic into your day-to-day life. Like you have to be the one to do that. No one can do it for you. Right? You might have to get really creative during some seasons. Use your imagination and make your life something that you're excited about. You get to write the story of your day to day. Right? You get to write that story. No, you don't get to be the author of everything that happens to you. But you get to be the creator of how you view and respond to your life. You get to be the creator of how you view and respond to your life. Learn to love the mundane. Learn to love the boring. Learn to love the things you don't like. Make the effort to place small pockets of joy throughout your day. Do things that make you smile, guys. So often I think we just like such simple things like turning on our favorite song on the radio. Like we just don't do it. Like why aren't we doing that? You know it's going to make you smile. Right? So stop in the middle of the day and play your favorite song. And heck, if you feel up to it, dance along. Make a playlist that you listen to while you cook dinner or fold laundry. Find a funny podcast or book to make you laugh while you're sitting in traffic. Guys, life is what you choose to make it. So let's make it fun. All right, that is what I've got for you today. If you see me in Carline at Lead Academy, right? Just give me a give me a wave and a smile. Like I'll try to transfer my joy through the through the car or something. But in all seriousness, um, again, ask me anything episode. I'm going to do that here soon. So please shoot me a DM with any questions that you have and I will be delighted to answer them for you. And other than that, let's go have an awesome week, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.